0: Welcome to the Ivy Church Podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. Well, hello, everybody. It really is an honor and a privilege to be with you today. My name is Lynn Swart, and I am part of the Ivy community. As you can tell from my accent, I'm originally from South Africa, but have lived in Ivy and have been part of this community for 14 years. And I say, hand on heart, I love my church. But before we start, and I share with you about Nehemiah this morning, I wonder if we can just pause and invite Holy Spirit into our conversation today. So if you wouldn't mind, put your hands out in front of you and lift your head. Pete Gregg, an amazing man of God, says this, we invite God to recenter our scattered senses. So let us pray. Holy Spirit, we invite your presence Lord, we thank you that this morning that we can enjoy your wraparound love coming to us. And Jesus, we're so grateful for all that you have given and continue to give to us because of the finished work of the cross. And so we thank you this morning that you would speak to us and prepare us, not only for this day, but for the weeks and months and years ahead. In Jesus' name, Amen. So 2022 is our year of rebuilding and I love that. And we've started the year by looking at Nehemiah. Nehemiah is one of my favorite people. His, but the book of Nehemiah is like his journal and I love to journal. And so here is this man who is on a mandate. The city of Jerusalem is in ruins. Interestingly enough, Jerusalem means the city of peace. I wonder what our peace is like as we look at this story. And here, Nehemiah has this absolute compulsion and passion to bring about the rebuilding of that ruined city. And he gets released by the king, the natural king he is is serving, and he's commissioned to go. And not only is Nehemiah commissioned by the king, but he's also commissioned by the king of kings to go and rebuild. And others join him in this amazing endeavor. I love the fact that we are never called to build alone. And God is calling you and me into some incredible endeavors for him. William Carey, who was a missionary in the 1700s, made this statement, which is one of my favorite. He said, expect great things from God and attempt great things for God and with God. And so that is our passion as Ivy in this year. But as Anthony has been reminding us, as we've been looking at the book of Nehemiah, where there's opportunities, there will always be opposition. And the enemy is always trying to stop us before we've even started. Sometimes it's directly, and sometimes it's indirectly. And I think the greatest opposition sometimes we face is this little space between our two ears. And so, beloved, I want to say as we go into our time together today, we need to listen carefully to what God has to say to us. And so today we're going to look at the next part of Nehemiah's journey, which is found in Nehemiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 9. And my dear friend Robert is going to read that for us.
1: Nehemiah 6, verses 1 to 9. When word came to Sanbalat, Tobiah, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies that I had rebuilt the wall and not a gap was left in it, though up to that time I had not set the doors in the gates, Sanbalat and Geshem sent me this message. Come, let us meet together in one of the villages on the plain of Ono. But they were scheming to harm me. So I sent messengers to them with this reply. I'm carrying on a great project and cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it and go down to you? Four times they sent me the same message, and each time I gave them the same answer. Then the fifth time, Sambalat sent his aide to me with the same message, and in his hand was an unsealed letter, in which was written, It's reported among the nations, and Geshem says it's true, that you and the Jews are plotting to revolt, and therefore you're building the war. Moreover, according to these reports, you are about to become their king and have even appointed prophets to make this proclamation about you in Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah. Now this report will get back to the king. So come, let us meet together." I sent him this reply. Nothing like what you are saying is happening. You are just making it up out of your head. They were all trying to frighten us thinking their hands will get too weak for the work and it will not be completed. But I prayed, now strengthen my hands.
0: What an amazing story. Thank you, Robert. But I want to take a few minutes here and just unpack these verses for us and hopefully give us some practical application that will help in our lives. And so at the start of this verse, verse one, we see an incredible statement that Nehemiah makes. And he says this, I had rebuilt the walls and not a gap was left in it. Though up to that time, I'd not set the doors in the gates. You know, when there is good news, we will always find two categories of people those who cheer us on and say, go for it, and those who make every effort to pull us down. And we've got to keep our eyes on the prize. And so here, Nehemiah had built this wall. It was amazing. There were no gaps, but the doors weren't on yet. So in fact, Jerusalem, the city of peace, was still not fully, fully safe. And beloved, we need to watch that as we are building with God, we do not allow the enemy to distract us and to debilitate us as we are building. And so these guys, Sanballat, Tobias, and Geshem, send out, and we read this in verse two, a friendly invitation, and they say to Nehemiah, come on down, come and meet us on the plains of Ono, pretty much what they're saying, hey, come down, chill out with us, come and have a bit of fun with us. But Nehemiah says this, but they were scheming to harm me. They were tempting him down. They were t- trying to distract him. They were saying, come on, take a break, chill out. Don't get panicky about all of this. But that word they were scheming, in the Hebrew is the word they were planning mischief. They were planning to bring misery. They were wanting to kill and wanting to destroy. And I wanna ask you as I'm asking myself, what do I do when the enemy tries to distract me and bring me down into the plains of Ono? Well, I'm gonna take a little uh, play on that word. We need to learn how to go Oh no, I am not coming down. And in verse 3, Nehemiah says this, I'm carrying on a great project and I cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it and go down to you? We are always tempted in moments like this to go down to the lowest Factor. Do not. I want to encourage you today. Do not listen to that false invitation. Let us have that resolution in us. I cannot, and I will not come down. And you know, it carries on in verse four. It says four times they sent this this invitation to him. Four times they were trying to wear him down, but Nehemiah did not change his response. He was not going to be distracted. And then as we read it, not only four times, the fifth time they tried. And then they ratcheted up the invitation. And they sent out what is called an unsealed letter. In other words, anybody could read that letter. And they charge Nehemiah with treason. Oh my goodness, beloved, when I read that, I suddenly put it into our modern-day context of social media. What are we reading on our wall and what are we reading on other people's walls? What is coming against us? What are we allowing to be posted on our walls? And I want to encourage you, do not entertain gossip and accusations and false evidence and just false reports on social media. It is so easy to do. Don't be intimidated. Don't just flick through social media. Keep your focus. And in verse 8, Nehemiah refused to take the bait. And he says this, nothing like what you are saying is happening. You are just making it up out of your heads. Wow. I love that. Beloved, we need to watch how we think. There are two options in this world that we live in. We can go with low thinking or we can go with high thinking. We need to take captive every thought, especially in this time that we find ourselves in. Take captive every thought. And don't, please, don't sign up for the enemy's mail. Please don't do it. And in verse 9, Nehemiah then says this, they were all trying to frighten us, thinking their hands will get weak for the work and it will not be completed. They were all saying this, but Nehemiah says this, but I prayed, now strengthen my hands. Fear will always shrink faith and it will weaken our hands. We lose our grip. And God wants us to not fall for that bait, to not fall into that trap, trap. But I want to say this to you, nothing prompts faith more than the promises of God. Let us be like Nehemiah and say, but I prayed now, now, this very moment, strengthen my hands. Maybe you are needing that right now. Put your hands out and say, Lord, now strengthen my hands. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and the first part of verse 9, I want to read it to you. It's one of my favorite. It's found in the Passion Translation. It says this, be well balanced and always alert, because the enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion, looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every tactic with strong, vigorous faith. My goodness, that shoots adrenaline into my soul. But I prayed says Nehemiah. Let us position our hearts before God when strength rises when we wait upon the Lord. In 2021, I, uh, it was a tough year, just like I'm sure it was for you. I have the privilege of overseeing a charity down in Cape Town called New Day United. And we had a traumatic, two traumatic experiences that happened to us. The first was an armed robbery where all our beneficiaries and our staff were in the room. And these men arrived with guns and held our team at gunpoint and took all our equipment. And the second one was just two months after that, when one of our dear children who are part of our after-school program was murdered in gang crossfire. We have gangs that run close to where we are based in Cape Town, and precious Sanawu was caught in that and lost his life. And to be honest, if ever I wanted to give up, it was then. I wanted to go down to the plains of Ono. And I am so, so grateful to the Lord that he strengthened me enough as I just fell to my knees, crying out before him. He strengthened me enough to be able to say, oh no, we will not fall. And I am so grateful to God as he strengthened and encouraged our team and made them aware there is an enemy, but there is a great God who is for us. And when he is for us, then what or who can be against us? And out of that, has come a real connection with the local community. Out of that has come an incredible garden called foodscaping, where we are growing vegetables and fruit for the local community. And out of that has come a close connection and a relationship with the local police. And I am so glad that God gave us the strength to say, oh no. Now, over and above all that, I know on the 13th of February, we have our First Fruits here at Ivy. And I am so grateful that in the midst of all that happened, Ivy held up my arms and held up our team's arms. And out of the First Fruits offering of 2021, we were given a substantial amount of money. My immediate thought was, let's use it for our programs, let's use it for building up new stuff, etc. And God very clearly said, I want you to invest in the people, our team. And so when I was back in South Africa in December last year, I was so delighted to be able to tell our team that they were not only getting their salaries, and beloved, their salaries are very minimal they were not only getting a 12th check, but they were getting a 13th check. And I wanna thank Ivy, I wanna thank you that you have invested in our precious team. You have invested in these amazing people. And so in closing, as we have looked at the book of Nehemiah chapter six, I want to give you four keys that hopefully will help you in your rebuilding. Maybe you could write these keys down and maybe you could ask yourself, do these keys describe me? The first is this. I want to say, as we are rebuilding, be convinced in purpose. In other words, know you in your area and sphere of influence are called and roll up your sleeves and do what God has called you to do in your mission field with all your heart. The second thing is be committed in vision. If you aim at nothing, beloved, you'll hit it every time. Don't allow fears and inadequacies and intimidation to hinder and stop you. Keep your eyes fixed. It says in Hebrews 12, be committed to the vision, be committed to the vision of Ivy as well. Learn how to love those around you, reach out to others, welcome them in, let them feel at home. And so be convinced of purpose, be committed to vision. The third thing I wanna say is constant in prayer. Prayer is not an added extra. It is a vital high priority for your life and my life. It's what we do in season and out of season. We dialogue with our king, we inquire of him, we ask, and we tap into the faithfulness of his wisdom and his understanding. And the final thing is be courageous in your journey. Keep fascinated with him. God's provision is strategically placed on that pathway of obedience. We are not called to comfort. We are called to high adventure. It's all about him. It's all about seeing his kingdom come on earth, in our lives, as it is in heaven. Let us pray together. Lord, I thank you so much for this year of rebuilding. And I wanna pray, Lord, for all those who are listening to me. Maybe you are feeling like your arms have got weak that you've lost the ability to be able to run this race or pick up that sword and the trowel that is so part of Nehemiah's story, that you're losing your grip. And I wanna pray that Holy Spirit would come right now, that he would strengthen you, that he would speak his loving kindness into you and that you would know his peace. And I wanna encourage you to inquire of God Lord, we want to seek your face and we want to be those who display your goodness in the land of the living. So the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine on you and be gracious to you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org slash media.